Late Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Join us at LateNightHealth.com, LateNightHealth.com. Let me give you some statistics. Uh, Hicksney recently did a public opinion poll of 1,000 residents, and here's some of the results. 85% of those respondents expect their health care providers to share their health records. Uh, nearly the same number of adults expected their providers to use an electronic health information exchange. And last, um, what's this? What we're going to start with? What's the message that the consumers, that the general public, Mark, are asking about their health care records? Um, so you know, clearly, what patients are, are saying. Um, is, is that uh, the, the, the conversation is, is shifting uh, to where the patients want to take a much more active role in their own health care and, um, and having the ability to have access to their data and have uh, the ability to understand it and to, um, to use that in a meaningful way it, it is clear. The, the um, study, why did you guys decide to, to do the study? I mean, you must have known this. Did you know the results before you did the study, um, or no, did you surmise? Did you did you surmise? Let's put it that way. We had a, yeah, we did kind of expect that that the, the results that we got would come out the way that they did to some degree, but we, there were clearly some surprises for us as we went through this. But the reason why we did this study is so that we could really understand where uh, you know the you know. Patients really stood on issues related to health uh, information exchange right now. Ultimately, there's a lot of uh, news about uh, you know information security out there in general, with uh, you know not even healthcare related these days in terms of privacy, and you know and the ability for patients to understand uh, how all of that comes together, and you know whether this information uh, you know they wanted to have that information. Uh, electronically available and what kind of concerns they had about it were the reasons why we did this. And, and you know, I can understand not sharing my Amex account or my bank account, but do I really care if somebody knows that I had measles when I was eight years old? Uh, you may not care as much about uh, it, your health history uh, for some people, but there are other people who are very concerned about it. Certainly there's very specific law around certain types of treatments and, and information. Um, you know, patients uh, often have, some patients have much more sensitive conditions than others. Uh, patients with uh, AIDS or substance abuse treatment or mental health conditions uh, often uh, want to see that information more uh, secured and safeguarded uh, than somebody who maybe just had a prescription for penicillin. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, uh, you know, if somebody is um actually years ago i uh, i can remember a doctor calling and giving my wife information about some testing that i had and and um and i was i was concerned i was actually a little bit upset because of the the uh that that the doctor gave her the information before me i mean there wasn't anything really wrong in in her knowing I would have shared with her anyway. But now I think I don't even think uh, um, wives or spouses or husbands can get that information. 
uh, generally yeah, speaking. That infor- you know, under the uh, HIPAA, that information is to be shared with the patient. And the patient can designate uh, uh, surrogates or proxies or other people who can have access to that information. Um, uh, but the reality is, is that, you know, with the, a lot of the, the growth in electronic information, and obviously easy to copy and share the information, but we need to make sure that patients' rights around privacy are, are clearly protected. And so, um, you know, there's been, a, you know, obviously a big transition over a long period of time to make that happen. Will medical records um, sharing in, in, in these uh, HIEs, will that help lower medical costs and insurance costs, in your opinion? Or can it? I think that it does. I think it does help. Um, we know that, you know, when we started this study, one of the things that we did is we first looked to, to perform a literature review to really find out what uh, information was out there. Uh, and what we found is there was very little information that, that uh, really had been documented in the literature um, uh, around, um, uh, you know, how electronic information was impacting uh, cost and quality. Mark, we're out of time. Gotcha. Mark, we appreciate your time. Uh, if you want information on Hixney, we'll have a, a, a website at latenighthealth.com. Mark McKinney has been our guest. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you for joining us here on Late Night Health. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Have a good week, and most importantly, have a healthy week. Bye-bye for now. If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308.